the case of nuclear or radiological fallout, people living around potential targets such as military bases and chemical plants may be advised to evacuate. Protection from radioactive fallout will I got us on tape now. Got really? all the vocals in. Oh, Excellent. I got it. You little bastard. Okay, we'll put that down there. Wolf is unconscious. He can't hear shit. Dr. McKeever reaches down and grabs the unconscious wolf near his feet and out of my way. I have work to do. He's going to get ready to strike at you. What are your guys' intentions? I'm... Just leaping headlong toward him. Okay. I'm going to be bouncing off the wall. I'm going to be ricocheting off the wall. Pew, pew, pew. I'm going to do a little, little twist across the ceiling. Kick his face. Kick his face. I got a speed of five. Okay. That's good. He's got a speed of four. The action begins on uh, segment 12, and then we'll be rolling into segment three. Super Frog, you may go first. Super Frog. All right. He turns on a power. <clears throat> and from his head, he manifests this field of energy tightly around his body. Zero time doesn't exist, but I'm with you. So and role-playing <laughs> games, it does. Uh, this is not real life. You can't equate the two. I'm going to do a leg sweep. If I've got a 12, he's got an 8. That means I have a plus 4 on the 11, so it's 15 or less. Bingo. It's regular strength plus 1d6. So my normal strength is, I have a 30 strength, so that's 5d6, right? Six. Six, five, okay, 66. I add a plus one on that. Okay, good. So that's uh, 76. So we got seven, just seven body, I think, is there, it's basically twos, threes, fours, and fives. Yeah, and what's your, what's, how much stun? What was the total stun you did? 25 stun. Seven body, and he should be going down unless you got something up your sleeve. No, he goes down. It says he falls down, but his his uh, force field gives him a total physical defense of twenty nine against stun. So I so think, he didn't even do any stun. Yeah, but he's on the ground. He's knocked prone. Knockout. What would you like to do? Knockout is going to move up, grab Wolf. He is in Dr. McKeever's hands. He picked. He bent over and picked him up and told you guys to get out of his way. And oh. then, we, then we started combat. Good enough. I'm going to go pull Wolf from Dr. McKeever's hands on the ground. Should be okay. an easy hit. It's a grab. It's get a, a grab. You get a minus one to your OCV for making a grab. It's a minus one to hit. Is that what it says? Uh-huh. So you got a DCV of six, uh, offensive combat value of six versus his DCV of five? Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. I can't seem to get a hold of Wolf. Yeah, he just holds him away from you, like playing a game of keep away. That was the opening salvo. We're back to Super Frog. 
Okay, so I went flying across the waiting room. He's somewhere prone, somewhere at the edge of the waiting room, somewhere. Okay, good. Just clarifying that. I just wanted to know what we're talking about. He's not going to do anything? I get to do something else? No, he is going to do something. That's right. He hasn't taken his attack. He's going to hit knockout with his with his mind blast, with the powers of his mind. How rude. OCV of eight. No range modifier. Your defense. It's an energy GCV is seven. That's a big seven. He rolls an eight. He hits four. He does hit. You will quail before the power of my mind. You take 39 stun and 11 body. What? So what happens if it goes over your stun? You stunned? Is that what happens? So I took 26 stun, and my con is 20, so I am stunned. Your next action is going to be recovering from stun. So um, knockout is sort of right in the waiting room, like... Knockout is on standing over the prone Dr. McKeever trying to grab Wolf from him. And he was unable to do that. And then Dr. McKeever gave him the full blast of his mind, his inner, his mind blast. My plan would be on the other side of him, looking up. He's still on the ground, right? Yes, He's he looking is. up and doing his mind blast. Well, mm-hmm. Superfuck just going to go, going to do like a little skip, you know, five or six feet. And then clockwork orange right in his head if he can, but just sort of he's going to kick him. And his kick's got double knockback. So he's just going to try to fucking kick him across the room. That's just what he's doing. Roll it. I want to see this hit. He is not going to sit there and take it. What is he going to do? He is going to dodge. Roll out of the way. So he, he boosts his DCV by three. He's at eight. All right. So my kick is a plus one OCV, so that's 11, um, and uh, he's got an eight, so that's a plus three, 14 or less, mm-hmm. right? So, um, yeah, that's a 12 for an exterior wall. Exterior walls are over to the left, mm-hmm. to the right, near the fire stairs. and. Mm-hmm. The amount anyway. of damage will inform us of the accuracy of your soccer kick. Okay. It's a 4d6 additional for the kick. All right? Uh-huh. So that's 10d6. And then the double knockback. I think we went over that, how that works. But double is double. Double is double. That's the way I'm going to read that one. Nine ones. So that's 11 body. His force field protects him from the body damage, no problem. What's your stun damage? The stun is looks like 38. Nine stun to him. Eleven body, nine, uh, 39, 38 stun. So 12. Write that on your sheet so you know it. Because I'm not going to remember it. Okay. Yeah. So 12 is a lot more than four. That's three times. Which is more than double. This is going to get ugly quick, I think. I'm trying to kick him to the fucking street. I want him out of the building. Uh, Uglier than Leech? Nah. At nine, he hits the exterior wall if he goes out of, you know. And he goes through one interior wall along his way, right? Yeah, a wooden wall is three and three. The brick wall is five and three. 
He's definitely going through one of the interior walls. I want him to hit something pretty hard. Well, he's going to get extra damage, too. 12d6. Yeah, roll me 12d6. Okay. Because he's going to suck up this damage, too. All right, so 2 plus um, 9 is 11, and then 2 more, 13 body. And the stun? And the stun is going to, it's a little harder to add all these up, but I got it. I got this by 42. Mm, his constitution is still high enough to take that and still stand or lay there going, Ugh! 42 stun, 13 How body. How dare handle and abuse such a beautiful head? The power of my intellect is unimagined, amphibious idiot. I thought I was ugly. You are butt ugly. <laughs> I'm just going to raise the dialogue a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah. Come on, bitch. Help me out here. I mean, I mean, babe. Come on, babe, delicious. If memory serves, the walls don't do any extra damage. Do they shorten the amount of knockback that he goes for? The difference? Yes. Going through a total of six body of walls, right. and he's got a knockback of 12. He's outside on the lawn. Yeah, he would move six inches after that wall. So he's, that's how it worked out. Yep, so he's 20 feet outside the... Nice. And there's the... Uh, I guess there would be some FBE agents and cops outside. That might be the best hit we've had in this game so far. Let's do a strength test. And that's a 13 or less for this guy. He's going to have to go roll his strength test or not to keep on. And I got a nine, so... He rolls out there with young wolf. Jeez, that is bad. I guess better look at the speed. If he's, if it's his turn, and I don't know if it is, I think it's Knockout's turn. Knockout, what are you going to do? I remember we talked about this. You get to go on your next phase when you're stunned. Okay. I think that's done for that phase. You could be right. Got to drill down into this. Defensive combat value instantly drops to half. At the end of the segment, any powers that are not persistent turn off. The character remains stunned and can take no action until the next phase. The phase that you're recovering from being stunned, you have a half a DC, DCV and you're not doing anything else. I got to read on post-recovery. A character who is stunned or recovering from being stunned can take no action, take no recovery recoveries except a free post segment 12 recovery right there so you're not denied that brian is the answer i okay side on the lawn i'm chasing him out i move at seven so it's not like i'm going to be there anytime soon and it's going to take a full phase to get out there oh yeah and, and confront him it is his action I don't have time to mess with you barbarians. I have great work to do. And he starts to rise up from the ground. <laughs> Using the power of his mind, he's starting to levitate and float up to him. Well, Superfrog, a magnificent, magnificent sprint across the lobby, and he's going to do a, a leap straight through the hole that, that he just blew Dr. McKeever out of. Mm -hmm. Okay. And as he does that, he's going to just do, you know, sort of spin roll, and he's going to 
disarm. He's looking, he's got a disarm Kung Fu move, mm-hmm. and he wants to disarm him of Wolf, basically. So that's the plan. He's going to disarm uh, McKeever mid, mid-air, some sort of a, a modifier. But let me just see if I hit first. Let's see if I can disarm him. Um, I got a 12 on the button. Nice. Want to do just a strength versus strength roll? Um, I think that move, I mean, I don't know how that works. Yes. uh, It's strength versus strength, and you get a plus strength. So what's your strength? Mine's a plus 10. There's a plus 10 in there somewhere. Yes. Um, So what's your strength, then? It's a 30. So 30... So that's 40, that's 86. And his strength is not as strong as yours. His is 46. We don't have to call it the stun. We're just getting the body. And he did, and whoever get, make, does the most body wins. Two, three, four, five. You're going to do more than five body. Seven body. So you rip. Well, it's not a grab. So yeah, you knock, uh, you knock the unconscious wolf from um, Dr. McKeever's grip. He starts to fall to the ground. Well, my plan is to sort of like roll out of the way so it doesn't fall like potatoes. But um, you tell me if I can do that. Uh, make a successful acrobatics roll. Yeah, I roll a 13. Create them like a baby. And, you know, just get out of the way enough. You know, sure, the mental attacks still roll, but I got this guy away from the freak. Mm-hmm. You have. You need to punch him, Babelicious. <laughs> you got to do something. <laughs> You're going to have to. What's your leap? Can you? Well, I'll go ahead, Knockout. The show is yours. Knockout will go over to Wolf and start to um, administer some first aid with her paramedics. What? Ken, how bad is Wolf damaged? He's unconscious. It seems to be contusions um, that he was bludgeoned down. Looks like he's suffered some blunt force trauma to face and chest. So he just got beat up. Yeah. No, another day in champions at DMJ's. <laughs> he got, he got, he got beat up by his foster dad. <laughs> well, I think with my movement and my skill roll, I think that's my turn in the mm-hmm. fifth. Mm-hmm. It is. I, I did make a skill roll though. Okay, he comes around. Wolf comes right. around. Comes around, yeah. It didn't work. It didn't work. It went horribly wrong. But there was nothing I could do. He was on death's door. We saw your dad. As he's rising up, the FBE agents start uh, shooting automatic weapons up at him. Force field seems to be deflecting the automatic fire quite effectively. Knockout's going to scream at him. Stop shooting. You could hurt someone. Where Superfrog is up. Superfrog. So this guy's how far in the air? Eight inches. Eight inches. Okay, so Superfrog's got a 31-inch leap. So you can easily cover half the distance. He's going to do like a just jump sort of straight up underneath him, and he's going to bring his fist up like an uppercut. It's not technically an uppercut. It's a punch, yep. but that's what he's doing. He's just going to try to like – Punch the guy's little fat head. Okay. I like I want it to bob. I want it to bob like a balloon. Okay. You know yeah. Oh, it's a zero OCD. So um mm-hmm. it's a 
no changes on his account. He's just fourteen. All right, and I roll a eight strike, so it's six. Okay. Plus two d six, and seven body, which of course he absorbs. That fuck. Yep. We're gonna do a total of. 27 stun. You glance off his force field that he surrounded himself, that it's emanated from his brain. You go, swang, and you feel your tremendous blow just get absorbed by the... Okay. I did my best. I gave him... I punched him in the head. Knockout. Anything? The only thing you're going to be able to do is maybe throw something at him. I don't think you can leap far enough to get him at this point. I don't know. Maybe. I'm not a chaser. I'm going to go ahead and try to put a body, a healing body, into Wolf. I I don't know how badly he's damaged, but he's healed. He's conscious. He hurts. And FBE agents are, you know, swarming the lawn and surrounding you and automatic weapons pointed and they're taking Wolf into custody. They're yelling at him, "Get, get your hands up on your stomach. Put your hands behind your back. Step back, knock back. Take him into custody. No, I'm taking him into custody. You step back. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Well, if it was anybody but knockback, it would have been sit down, bitch. But, you know, we are talking super do-gooder here. Super do-gooder, yep. Then, uh, what's his name? Madur? Philip Madur? She's on site. She's just crossed the line. Take her out, boys. (laughs) She's crossed the line. So, knockout's just like what? Absolutely, yeah. putting Wolf under arrest. You said okay. you're blocking that. You are going to get attacked. What did Wolf do? What What is the uh, What is he accused of doing? Agent Matter. We got kidnapping. We have theft. The whole thing completely looks like uh, Wolf and Dr. McKeever were in on whatever they were doing with the theft. They're completely convinced that they're involved in the theft. Now Knockback's kind of stepping back like, okay, well, maybe you're right with her hand raised. We're taking them what they call the strong box downtown. I want to go. No problem. We'd love to have you. Great. Can we bring Frog? Always bring Frog. Never leave anywhere without Frog. Frog, you want to come with us downtown? Uh, can, can we? Uh, as last I remember, I had just punched a big fat head guy and I'm 40 feet in the air. Yeah, so, so you got to land it. Right? right? So what's the, what's the, I mean, like, I mean, how long are these things? I was wondering if I had an opportunity to like do another. I've got a plan and I'm going to put it by you. Plan one is to reach out with my sticky tongue. Okay, and stick on to Dr. McKeever, okay, Mm -hmm. and then do a swing around, right, and then kick him in the head. I basically want to sort of stay with him because otherwise I'm going to be falling. So he's going up. Mm -hmm. I want to sort of like sticky tongue him and then use that momentum to swing off the tongue and kick him in the head or kick him, period. I mean, I'm not above my super leap. I'm only... I'm only eight inches into a 31 inch leap. So I would say I can just frog's leap would have been completed 
Yeah, that's right. In combat, leaps are identical to flight, except that the target hex must be chosen when the character begins the leap. Well, his target hex was the floating Dr. McKeever. And it's impossible to change direction mid-leap. He didn't need to change direction. If I was DM, he would have jumped straight up and be coming straight down, and maybe he could do his little tongue thing on the way down. But that's what that's I That's where I was kind of going. I was just kind of play, trying to see where... Basically, I'm trying to yeah. see where Dr. McKeever and Super Frog are in relation to each other. Because you came up right underneath them and banged yeah. them a little bit. He would have got up and come straight back down. I, I don't, I'm not even touching the sticky tongue grab thing. That's <laughs> I want to do the sticky tongue on his feet. Right? <laughs> or just like on a foot. Mm. So that use the maximum momentum swing back into it. Not to drill down too fine into it. But if you can make an acrobatics roll, you will not suffer a minus three penalty from trying to hit this guy with your sticky tongue doing this All right. a seven. fucked up a maneuver. So it's a straight roll. So it's a straight roll to hit him with the tongue. So that's yep. where we are. Yep. Yep. All right. So hit him with my tongue. That is Grab. ten. He's at an eight. So that's still a, a grab. A grab comes with a minus one to your OCV. Okay. Just because so, of the, the nature of the maneuver. So that would be a plus one. 13. No, 12. I got to get a 12. All right. Let's see if I can do this. I rolled a 12. Two fives and a two. <laughs> you are stuck to him. So he is going to try to give you a blast of his penetrating energy, penetrating mind blast of searing energy. And now one second. Ah, uh, person who made a successful grab can do strength damage. Frog has a hold of him on his tongue and has some narrative. I mean, if I was DMing, some little narrative that he could swing up and say he smashes him. But in the game mechanics, it would be called a squeeze. So he's gotcha. definitely gotcha. able to do his strength damage now. All the way. Yep. You are pulling off your maneuver. That's what Super Frog has accomplished. Super Frog. What does that mean? You're going to roll Tell damage. You're going to do your strength damage. Do your strength damage. Strength damage. What I would say in terms of how that worked, I got him, and I'm sort of wrapping my tongue around him. I'm sort of crushing him a little bit with that tongue. Momentum. Do you have a martial grab, or is this just grab? This is just a regular straight up. One of your fastest ways to improve with that tongue is you could is probably spend experience points on combat levels with tongue. Okay. You know, for like five points, give yourself a plus one when you're ready to spend. Right. You can definitely tune that sucker up in the future. All right. So I've got a six uh, damage. I got two sixes, which is four plus four twos, which is four. That's eight body. 20 stun. Wow. Looked super cool. Yeah, I bet it did. In fiction. He's still rising straight up. And but and Frog's got a hold of him. Yes, yes. Frog is going with him. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> <a> love. <laughs> Do that again. <laughs> Yay. I've got a plus three ED. Is that energy defense? Because I know that he's about to blast me. Yeah, I'll probably just fall like a rat and sack of potatoes. Oh, you're getting blasted now, huh? Yeah, I got to roll the hit, though. 
So we're at nine. Yes. My ED is 3.6. I guess that's, we round up. So I got a four ED and then I got a plus three ED. That's a seven ED. Okay. Energy defense absorbs damage and combat values improve chances to hit and defend. Okay. So my DCV is 10. Yeah. Okay. He needed a nine and he rolled a 10. Nice. He's unable to get his energy mind blast on you as you wrap around him. I'm just spinning too fast. Okay. You guys are going up like a freaking balloon. It's you two guys all day long, I guess. Unless okay, a helicopter's so getting into the scene. As I'm wrapping around, I'm coming around for my kick, right? Mm-hmm. My tongue is unwrapping, okay? Because I'm when I, if I kick this guy, I don't know I want to be stuck to him. I just want to <laughs> let you know before that happens. Okay? Uh-huh. Although that's interesting. Like, what would happen? Could I hold on to him while I kicked him? And what does that damage look like? Or you could either either that or rip your tongue off. Yeah. No, I, I, I <laughs> that would be a significant possibility okay. with your super strength, with your incredible strength. It's off the charts. By the way, Brian, I did purchase regeneration of limbs in case that ever <laughs> did happen. What did that cost? It was part of healing. It cost 15 for healing 1d6 and regrow limbs. It was big. It's pretty oh. big. Oh, at least you got 1d6 of healing. I did. I don't know when you get, when do you get to do healing? Like after It's a power, that? so whenever you want to spend endurance on it, you can. You would use it as your attack. And I think it's only body. Stun is just wreck. Okay. Yeah, recover. I'm going to do an attack on him with the kick, then. That means is the, I think we went over the kick. It's plus one OCV, a 10. He's got an eight. That means plus three, 14 or less. All right. Wish me luck, everybody. A 11. So we got a damage total coming, I feel. We got damage coming. It's six plus four, a 10 D6. I did 11 bodies, so it doesn't happen. All right. So, but you do have double knockback. We'll have to figure that out. I do. I'm going to just figure out that the stun. While I'm here, yeah, which actually isn't that great. It's 31. Yeah, that's just a couple of stun points off of them. So my, I did 22. If you double that for the double knockback, it's 22, and then you subtract your number, right? Yep. And he's up in the air. So am I only rolling 1d6 minus one, guy, Brian? Is that what I'm hearing? Five. I subtract five from that. What does that leave me with? 17. 17. Yep. Nice, nice. You kick him 17 inches away. <laughs> now, is there Farther a than you can reach him with a leap. Hold on. Is there a building or something nearby that, like, you know, we're up at 40 feet now? There's no skyscrapers or anything, right? No, you're on college campus. You're above a three-story medical facility and then the campus grounds and the rounds hall and stuff. So you're looking at like three-story, four-story buildings at max. What about a seven-story like dorm? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Roll 2d6. Yeah. Um, And if you get a seven or 11, he's heading towards a dorm. Roll a nine. 
So he's just spinning through the air, and he starts to stabilize. And, and now Frog's falling. Yeah, Frog's falling. But you kick the shit out of him in another direction. Out of the way, I guess. He's 21. What, how many is that? That's like 8, 6.5 times 20. One, no, 17, 60. That's a lot of feet. 100 feet, 100 plus feet. I just kicked him 100 feet. You did. And I'm just going to drop to the ground. I don't know what you want to do about that, but I got break fall or whatever. I know you think that's stupid, but I, I don't think it's stupid. I think it's very smart to have with it. Well, I mean, in the 12th, if Frog wanted to leap 30 inches at him, he would be able to jump at Dr. McKeever before Dr. McKeever flew again. But, I mean, knockouts definitely mm -hmm. staying with Wolf. And is, as Frog is coming down, knockout saying, hey, what is, what is Frog got the What has Frog got the leap off of? He, he's not. He's falling. Yeah, yeah. But in the 12th, he could land and jump towards Dr. McKeever. In his 12th, he would go before Dr. McKeever could start flying again. But as he's falling down, knockout saying, are you going to come with us or not? Uh, uh, Super Frog's just going to, you know, land, you know, hit the ground and, and just be like, uh, do you have any other any snacks? <laughs> <laughs> you got uh, any snacks? I mean, I'll come if you got any snacks. I'm kind of hungry. Knockout just looks at Frog like what you see is what you get, but I'm sure we'll get them to give us some coffee and donuts when we get there. I'm kind of hungry, too. Agent Manhurn, can we get something to eat, please? Yeah, we'll give you something back at the station. Back at the bureau. Knockout will go to her locker in the lab. And in that, she also has some keys, a spare keys. And mm -hmm. she'll get some scrubs and her keys and come back and go with Frog, Wolf, Madhurn, and whatnot downtown. It's a strong box. The strong box. Which is a temporary holding facility for FBEEs before they can be transferred to Starhold. We're gonna we're going to a place that's like a prison for super people. It's the bureau where you guys just left from to okay. go there. They have a they have a they do have a holding cell designed for enhanced entities, yes, in the bureau. Yeah. It's a temporary facility. They call it the strong box. Okay. Well, and that's where that's where Wolf is going to be interviewed. That's where he's going to be, yeah, interviewed, where they're going to take a statement. Since the cops are all over the uh, the hospital, your prelude is going to be found and searched. You've got blood, you've got data, and you've got a body. So that's coming in. The dead John Doe lab, lab assistant, gives a little credence to your your story about an underground facility at the mine. They can't identify this guy immediately. It will take some time, but right now he's got no identification. They have no idea who he is. The data. After the data is parsed through, you will you guys are informed of on a few of the details. The freakiest thing about it, not the leeches. The plexiglass case uh with the slivers of the rock inside it's a that that thin disc yeah wolf tiny rock wolf took one um he took one of them with him here's what's come about of that when wolf touches it he can pick it up it has no problem picking it up 
but it has tremendous mass. Anyone else who's tried to move it or pick it up, it does not move. To take it out of Wolf's pocket, when they were searching him and it wouldn't move, he had to move it for him. Weird. Would have played out right on the frickin' lawn. Wolf agreed to hold on to it. And they put it into in a fucking secure box, evidence box at the bureau. But Wolf appears to be the only one who can move it. And to him, it's just not, you know, it's just a, a shard, a meteor shard. He can flip it. There's a bunch of files on Wolf. Dead orphan that was brought back to life by Mr. McKeever's procedure with a meteor shard. It was embedded into his head. And he has been the only, what they consider, viable specimen from the experimentations they had been doing. Dr. McKeever was recruited by the FAA, the Federal Administration Agency, to come on board and to cure uh, vaccines, especially with the COVID flare-ups, and this was years ago. He administered a vaccine to this town in Cybright, Illinois, to a bunch of to a middle school and the kids all went crazy got some of them got sick and died but most of them turned very violent and so his career was ruined he couldn't understand how his his vaccine did this totally unexpected thing and, and as a discredited doctor with nowhere to work uh the faa recruited him and said they couldn't put him to work with his skill they needed his skills they had been devised this device to track these meteor shards that had been falling to Earth through a specific period of time. They would actually fall to Earth and embed themselves in people, but they weren't viable. They would disintegrate. And then they learned how to track them when they entered the atmosphere, and they've been able to collect a few and implant them in test subjects. And that's where Wolf came from. And Wolf was also very infectious with a rage virus. Um, they had to train him and teach him over a series of months with mental control that involved fulfilling his lust for death. They gave him like animals and stuff to kill. But he escaped from his holding facility. This was in the Pondsville mine and got up top and infected the town with the rage virus before they were able to contain and uh, contain Wolf and bring him back down to their underground secret facility underneath the working mine. But then at that point, the rage virus was through the whole mine in the town. So Dr. McKeever's crew sealed themselves in their lab to contain the virus and weather the storm because they're doing top secret research. Eventually, it seems through the records that the locked-in staff, some of them started going crazy. Some of them got the rage virus, and it looks like Dr. McKeever was able to escape with Wolf. That's where his work there ended, and he resurfaced. He came up as Dr. McKeever with a new name and married the, the doctor at the university. So Wolf was, his experiment with Wolf was 22 years ago. 25 years ago, he went to work for the FAA. That's quite a scenario. It seems like at the end of it, Dr. McKeever escaped the ruins of the Pondsville experiment with Wolf as a baby <sighs> and raised him as his own. I guess he implanted him with memories and stuff of being raised by wolves to account for his, the violence of the rage violence that had him kill things. 
So Wolf's mind's been really tampered with to keep him together as he grew into an adolescent and then into a young adult. Wow. Did you come up with all this by yourself or did you get some ideas from somewhere along the line? Some of it's been pilfered, but I put this all together to make it strange and not so superhero cliche, if I could. There's another piece of data that's getting dropped on you guys. You are at the Bureau for the rest of the day into the late, late evening. That is some of the bodies of the people that attacked you in Harem. Their brains looked as if they've been disintegrated or scooped from the inside, that there's no incision or anything to their skulls. They're finding that, yeah, that they're brainless. Something has dissolved their brain. Sounds like some bosses, I know. Well, that's all a whole crap load of stuff. Uh, Knockout says after she's absorbed all of this. What are some of the leads that they can maybe pull out of this? Billing receipts. And what's the timeline on this stuff? I can give you a type of a timeline attributed to some of this. 1998, the dead body that became Wolf, the dead baby corpse was born. And he escaped quite quickly. Wily little killer. 1950, the FAA is created. Its purpose, its uh, mission is to track down Nazi superweapons. Of course. And make sure that none of those are real. Through that, that's when they come across the alien shard, meteor shard. In 1955, they have been able to develop a alien shard tracking device. By 1958, all embedded subjects turn out unviable. FAA is to be shut down. McKeever was recruited in 1962. From 1968 to 1988, no more meteor shards were detected. They do have a log of three that fell to Earth in that time between 1958 and 1968 that they can't account for that they were able to find. 98, Wolf is born. And in 2000, McKeever escapes Pondsville when it all comes down in flames. So I assume that this is Agent Madhern talking yeah. to Wolf? Yeah, because Nurse is in the hospital. Is he going to live? Yeah, yeah, he's in ICU. Four other agents that accompanied him didn't make it. They were killed in the explosion. Nurse was the only one that survived. Uh, Any leads on this? Grimes? They were hoping to catch, get Mr. Dr. McKeever because he worked for Dr. McKeever and Dr. McKeever fired him during the federal program sponsored at the university to come up with a vaccine for COVID-24. But, uh, yeah, the story was pretty much that the Dr. McKeever said he had to go, violating fucking university policy, and that Grimes agreed to not not to press charges or whatever, that he's unfairly unfired. And so then he left. Or having a hard time finding any information on Grimes. Outside of that, he, that he was in a wheelchair. He's wheelchair bound, and he lived in he's lived in Capital City all his life. Do you know anything about where Icicle might be, Agent Madhern? And Knockout starts to smile. 
No, they don't know Icicle, but so just they don't know much about her either. Recap today. And you are suggesting that Deep Ghost and Grimes are the same people. In so many words, but that's going through Knockout's head. So Knockout yeah. asks if this meteor thing is it an alien entity? These meteors? They're it, not targeting humans. They just change the human. According to the records that you guys pilfered, the microfiche and all that, meteor shards were falling to Earth. Artificial technology embedded into the meteor shard as well. And the meteor shards, when they fall to Earth, would hit somebody. As far as they could tell, they wouldn't hit the just the ground it wasn't random they seemed to hit random people but they always embedded in a human person and that person's shortly disincorporated like you were seeing the leech creatures meteor you think has some type of intelligence not i mean obviously it's falling down but whoever it hits it does something to them yeah it's saying it has tech inside of it that it's indecipherable that there's tech advanced tech that we don't understand inside the shard correct and that seemed became the single focus of the faa how soon can we get back into the pondsville mine agent Madhern? it's buried it's we're buried still, we're still trying to figure out if there is access to it we've got from the local whatever uh, anyways it was a massive seismic shift centered on the pondsville mine U usgs USGS. And so, so far, every approach to trying to enter the mine is right below the, the floor of the first level of the mine, dig onto the hill, is collapsed. We, we may never be able to get in there. Below them, yeah. Right now it's looking. They're not even quite sure how it was done. Oh. It's going to probably take uh, the U.S. whatever GA months of research to actually put the data together to figure out what happened was an explosion was it a coincidental earthquake no, it wasn't a coincidence is the marshal that's stationed in harem he was West never Virginia, still missing his clothes were found soaked what? in soaked in goo we don't know if these things just cease to exist at some point or he could be missing still correct at least the corroborating with locals in your guys's statement from what happened it looks at as if the people that got changed in Har Harmon like uh, the pizza guy is that yeah they they like some kind of rabid meningitis they they dissolved into liquid parts and all that was left was their belongings and the goo that once was them so knockout just looks disturbed about this and so after a moment she looks at agent madhern and asks so who are the bad guys in this agent madhern well the thing is the faa was dissolved in 1960 so who is Dr. McKeever been working for all these years before he left in a spectacular manner is one big thing. You know, we're the Federal Bureau of in 
enhanced entities. And the official record that we've been able to come up with and is that the FAA was dissolved in 1960. We haven't seen anyone really fly away yet. I mean, Frog can jump, crazy jump, and I can crazy jump, but he was literally flying. Yes. Yeah, there's an all-points bulletin out for a man with a large head that can hover across the ground. He kind of just slowly moves, you know. It's not It's like, you know, the levitating and the moving and the spooky music. The soundtrack from Carrie plays every time he's around. Dr. McKeever. What's going to become of Wolf? Wolf is uh, suspected of being part of it. Vice President Trump's insistence, nobody. Wolf is, about- imp- Wolf is implicated. Their their position is that Kiever never stopped his his experimentation that he was conducting with this fake FAA for whatever reason, and that his foster son Wolf is involved. So you're going to hold and on they- to Wolf for a while. Yep. Yeah. What about me and Frog? What do we got? Well, you're working for us now. You're part of the FBEE, so we want to make sure you're okay with that. Any issues, guys? Following okay. our orders? I mean, what we're looking to do is, is to track is to track these guys down. And where do we start? Dr. McKeever. Dr. McKeever, you also said that you were being spoken to by other people at the mine, that there wasn't just Dr. McKeever there. You're saying Dr. McKeever didn't kidnap himself. The, the best I know... Dr. Farwell was being experimented on by Dr. McKeever, but from what I've seen in the last three days, for all I know is she could have been a willing test subject because there was something wrong with her. She could have had a meteorite and be going to turn into liquid and decided that it was better to try to turn into shaggy Dr. Farwell. We got to track down Dr. McKeever and shaggy Dr. Farwell. Our first inclination is to drop you guys, send you back up to Harem, comb the surrounding wilderness area around the mine and see if you can track Dr. Farwell. To see if there's any other entrance or access in or out of the mine. Look for the marshal at the same time. I think We don't think we're going to find the marshal. We think the marshal disintegrated like some of the other citizens of harem but you're not sure no of course we're not sure how did this happen i hate to break this to you agent madhern but i'm exhausted i I need to go home and rest and i don't think frog knockout turns to frog frog tom jones do you have a place to live frog's just waiting to find out what you know you're gonna do babelicious i just don't trust you know dudes in like yeah not really into the whole like even though I'm looking, I'm wearing like a cop uniform still. Phillip says, you know, he could put a wor- good word. Uh, you would have to work out of here, but Capital City Police are woefully underpowered when it comes to dealing with enhanced entities. If you're interested in uh, offering your services to the local police department, like kind of like an on-call thing. Yeah, can I get a suit? Like I want, like, I want to look like Superman. Could yeah, guys- we can hook you up. We can uh, hook you up. So people know who you are, who you're working for. Yeah. Probably do that. What are the leads they have? They also have another lead purchasing receipts. This back in like 1962, a Phillips pharmaceutical was requesting an opportunity to study one of the meteor shards. And the FAA was still posing as the FAA. The director of Phillips pharmaceutical was addressing someone named Grace. So you have a name, this Grace. Grace 
is was codenamed for one of the principal administrators of the Federal Administration Agency. Any further details, Philip Matter has been unable to get. That's all he's got on that. Knockout says, I'm no detective, but that sounds like a pretty cold lead from 1960-something. Philip's Pharmaceutical was purchased six months ago and closed down. We're trying to penetrate the the shell companies behind it. It is a cold lead. The only thing we have on that, the son of the C- CEO who died years ago, who was running the company when the company was bought, went to the local university to get a job. So maybe he can fill us in on why his father was interested in trying to get a hold of a meteorite sample, or at least to study it. It sounds like he went to the university to find test subjects to me, Agent Matter. Don't follow. The son went to the university to meet people, maybe to, for whatever reason. The son, as far as he can tell, the son went to the university because the company that he worked for, that his father used to run, got sold. Okay. So he needed a job, but he is got a PhD in science and engineering. What's he hiding? That's what I want to know. So the other one, they're thinking maybe try to get Dr. Farwell's trail. Uh, They got us... That would be searching there. What other lead do they possibly have? Madura is going to chase down this. See, obviously, he's got the connections to try to dig into more about this FAA that was disbanded in the 60s and seemed to continue clandestinely for many years later. The Pondsville facility was not where they worked out of as the FAA. It looks like some place that they transferred to after they were dissolved on the sly. Okay. I will... Take Frog and go look for Grimes. Yeah, let's look for Grimes. I I need some sleep first. I've been awake for far too long. So what can we do with Frog? Frog, they're willing to give him accommodations at the Bureau, one of those seven-story buildings downtown. I mean, the Bureau occupies – there's other government building agencies in there, but, you know, it's a nice big downtown seven-story. Would I get my own office? No, a dorm room. A single or a double? What would you like? Single. You get a single. I don't want to share my dorm room, even with Babylicious. You don't have to. They want to give, uh, put some doctors on you and give you a full rundown, full checkup. No restraints. Of course not. Of course not. Knockout asks Agent Madhern if he's gone through Agent Nurse's phone with a fine tooth comb. His phone was blown to smithereens. Damn it. Wolf's phone as well. Have you gone through his? Yeah. Yeah. Anything weird? Not yet. Fine. I'm going home. Deliver- I'll be back when I'm rested and we'll pick up then. Agent Matthern pats Frog on the shoulder and starts to walk home. See you later, really strong woman. It was cool hanging out with you. There's also a list of animal trials, turning ordinary forest animals into controllable violent assets. All trials fail to produce a viable specimen. Funding crests and funding denials. A lot of this pertains to violence, doesn't it? It's got to be something to do with the army. Knockout's on her way back to her apartment because she's got some keys and some scrubs. Mm -hmm. I don't know how, how far downtown is to where she lives out by the CCUMC. 
She can jump up on top of a bus and catch a ride. Super okay. Frog, how would you like to uh, being poked and prodded? Fluids tested. Yeah, and they're figuring out what what you need. They need to eat. Do you need anything special to eat? All that kind of stuff, you know. I need like seven cheeseburgers and three large fries, and I want five pints of ice cream. They do all that. All they ask is like, you know, while you're getting all this, if you don't mind getting on this treadmill every once in a while, just hold the this breathing thing in your mouth and you know sure. get your vitals and all that it's like a whole million dollar man montage right there dun, 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 whatever how did i do how did, how did i do he says after he's done you are one fucked up person your dna is spliced with frog dna that is a technology and procedures that's beyond anything we can understand you should not exist hmm. do you know anything about yourself Name anything about your background, how you ended up in Pondsville. I'm Is going with he doesn't even know his name right now. I just call myself Super Frog because I don't I look like a super frog, like I am a frog and I am super. That's who I am. That's all I know. You can call me Super Frog if you want, but for short, if you want to call me Super Frog, that's fine. But just Super Frog. Matter it just like smacks his head and he goes, Fucking San Caliente's got the defenders. <laughs> Millennium City, they got the ultimates. Capital City, I got a fucking frog. You know what that I, looks? We're the laughing stock of the bureau over here. I just want the blue tights and the red underwear, okay? I don't need a cape because capes are lame. But, yeah, I'll show you. This is what I want. And I'll, I'll draw some pictures, like like really bad pictures because I, I have these little fingers. I couldn't really draw very well. Mm -hmm. But I'll work out. I'll live there. I'll live in the dorm. I guess the other third thing that they could try to chase down is these three missing meteor shards that were never uncovered. Another what cold is, lead, but they've got some paperwork on where they were looking and why. I like that idea. Why don't we just take the one out of this guy's head first? Out of Wolf's head? Yeah. Doesn't he have one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the research papers weren't lying. Wolf has gotten... I don't think Wolf was even aware of this. Oh. Was he right in the backstory of Wolf? Brian, I know we're reaching, but I think he said he did not know that he had the meteor implanted in his head. He knew he had some of these powers and they were developing. Um, I think he said he had no idea that the meteor was in his head, but then I also could recall that he said he knew it was there, but they couldn't do anything about it. He finds out about it anyways. There's nothing they can do about it. They're like, they're not touching it. Well, I'll go look for some meteor, meteor shards. Let's just see what, you know, Outbreak wants to do. Knockout. It'll be fun. Want to do what with a meteor sh shard, oh, huh? Let's go find some meteor shards. I think that would be cool. It feels like really concrete and I could jump and stuff. I could jump things. Let's go look for some meteor shards. Let's bring that wolf guy. He must know where they are because he's got one in his head. Yeah, he's not coming with you. No? Uh, yeah, he's a PC turned in, that's turned into an NPC. I think I have to kind of cut you guys away from him, don't I? A little bit. I think well, at least for now. He's sort of held. Yeah. Anyway. I think I got the FBE's got legitimate reasons to keep him on ice and keep him apprehended. Knockout. It's either let's go after some shards or 
let's dig into that mind. There's got to be another way in. And we're like supers. You know, we can lift really big stuff. Let's find out what's at the bottom of that pit. And then you have some the other two that you could do on your own and not even involve the FBEE is see if you can track down Grimes and Icicle, right? Well, Knockout says that she'll report to the FBE building the downtown strong box in a little while. She has to go check in with the university first. All right. What do you want to do though? What do you think sounds more fun? What do you think seems sounds more important to your mission as a character? 